Dean, I think they're ready for us. You ready? Yeah. So what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the one, the only show we got next. I'm one of your hosts of the show, Hayes, a.k.a. Ayo Shifty, with the one, the only, the star of the show, Stephen at Stephen underscore Springs. Uh, Stephen, before we jump into one of the hot topics, tell us about Penn State. What's been going on there? Because you predicted something. They always say shooters keep shooting and yeah. you kept shooting. You got this one correct. Yeah, it was a bummer, though, that I was right. Um, shout out to my sources. Um, I know. Obviously, I'm not going to reveal my sources, but um, Penn State defense coordinator Manny Diaz got the head coaching job at Duke, which a lot of Penn State fans knew that he was only going to be here for two seasons max, maybe three if we were extremely lucky and they paid him. But mm-hmm. um, he's going to Duke. Good for him. Like, you, you know, he produced the best defense in the country. Um, would have liked to have him for one more year, but I'm not gonna be mad about it. Uh, good for him. Yeah, I predicted that. Predicted that one uh, late November, and then all these ESPN people and you know other media media folks started um, started picking up on it. Maybe I saw my tweet. You know, whatever. Um, I get put out there, but yeah, it sucks. But um, we will go through the bowl game with internal. I don't. I, I would imagine we'll try. James Franklin will try and hire a D coordinator before the bowl game um, mm-hmm. so we can be there, kind of like we do with the offense coordinator. But um, we shall we shall see. Um, the All-American list just came out for the uh, Associated Press. Penn State left tackle Olu Fashanu was first-team All-American. Mm-hmm. That is his second or third first-team All-American. I think his second. Um, and I believe there's going to be a couple more, so he should be a consensus all American, which is dope. Uh, he'll be a top, uh, top five pick, um, for sure in the draft. And then our DN chop Robinson got third team, um, AP all American, and he has opted out of the bowl game. Penn State plays in mm-hmm. the 30th play in the, um, Chick-fil-A peach bowl against Ole Miss. Um, he's opted out. I think Olu, our left tackle probably will, and maybe one other guy, but we should have a pretty, pretty full team minus anyone who then enters the transfer portal as well, which is obviously often, often running, hundred popping. Um, there's like a bajillion guys in the transfer portal, but um, yeah, that's where we're, where we're at right now. So my first two questions for you are one, of course, don't reveal your source, but what were the reasons why Mini Diaz chose Duke? Because he didn't go there. Uh, were there any ties or what kind of led to that decision? Um, yeah, I think he like, he's like, he's a head coach. Um, he was at Miami before Penn State was there for, I think, three or four seasons. Didn't mm-hmm. do great. Didn't do as well as people thought um, he should do or was going to do, whatever you want to put it. Um, so he came to Penn State, I think, just to maybe like, take a break, get a reset. Every, like I said, everyone knew it was going to be two or three years max that he was going to be at Penn State and then go off and find a head coaching job. He wasn't going to go anywhere else if it wasn't a head coaching job. Like, he wasn't mm-hmm. going to go be another defense coordinator somewhere. It was a head coaching job. And Duke is, you know, with the transfer portal, Duke can, you know, be a top 25 team. The ACC is, you know, wide open uh, for, uh, you know, it's not as stacked as the Big Ten or the SEC, obviously, but you know, you can jump into second place pretty quickly. Um, so, you know, he'll probably get some guys out of the transfer portal, but um, yeah, I, mean, I hope he does well. Um, but I think it was a head coaching job and Duke's a good opportunity, great university, a lot of, you know, good, um, good folks ahead of him in terms of like the um, AD and president and all that stuff. So 
um yeah we all know that duke is a great academic program all that kind of good stuff so yeah um but it was a good good opportunity and a good conference and he knows the conference obviously like i said he was just at miami so um yeah good for him so then my next question with the yeah shout out so my next question with that is do you think this is his final stop or do you think he's going to go somewhere else after duke um it's one of those things like you'll know within the first couple of seasons you know how how it's going um if they in terms of going up higher not just well in terms of like yeah i mean i could see him um, I can see him being the guy who is there for a while, like wants to build something um, and wants to build Duke into a really good program. Cause like they have the, there's some building blocks there, if you will, if you want to call it that, cause they've, they've had some success over the last five seasons, like way more than they've ever had. Cause you know, Duke football has never been great. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I mean, you never know, but like, I think you'll know Duke seems like a program though, that like, um, like they're not going to fire a coach after like three, maybe mediocre seasons compared to what they thought it was going to be. Like if he goes in there and instead of going like nine and three, nine and three, eight and four, whatever, and goes like seven and five, six and six, you know, maybe eight and four, like they're not gonna fire him. I think they'll give him mm-hmm. like, they'll give him a, give him a chance to keep going. So, um, yeah, I think he'll be there for a while. I think he's like he's one of those guys too. I think he'll I think he'll be there for a while. So then kind of going at least in, I would like to see that. Yeah. So kind of going into the next thing and segueing completely off of this topic is probably one of the biggest stories in sports, if not human world, kind of would have been Shohei Otani. Um, from like the financial perspective, that's what kind of gravitated people outside of sports is. But Shohei Otani's deal is seven hundred million dollars for 10 years but the kicker which gravitated me is because this is a new bobby bonilla deal for 10 years he's going to be making two million dollars and then after that 10 years he's then going to make 68 million dollars so he's deferring it essentially because i'm going to go on the side of taxes wise because he's in the state of california and it damn near it's going to cut almost half if not more but then also he makes so much outside of it that he doesn't really need it. But what are your thoughts on these type of deals? And then also, what were your instant reactions? Um, Crazy, right? I think everyone knew he was going to get, you know, a shit ton of money. But it was always just like, do you think he'll get six? Do you think he'll get seven? You know, will he and get... this is guaranteed. Yeah, it's baseball. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty intense. He doesn't like he has all the endorsements, not even just like the ones that he has probably in the US, but all the ones overseas. back in yeah. Japan. Um, so he's like, he's fine, like, but he's doing it obviously so they can keep signing guys because you don't want to front, you know, front and load those contracts, like kind of what Russell Wilson did with Seattle when he signed his big contract, put it on the back end so they could still sign guys, which is like, you know, smart. I'm sure he doesn't give a shit. He knows it's coming, you know, like it's not like they're gonna, they I have mean, to give always, it to obviously. Him. Yeah, there's always like the like the rare off chance that they don't pay him, you know, for some unknown reason something happens, but ninety nine point nine percent of the time he's in, he's he'll get it. Um, mm-hmm. So good for him. Like that's a boatload of money. It was crazy just to like see it, like reported and then like confirmed, and then you're like, oh shit, that's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, like, that's a lot of money. <laughs> that's a so shit ton of money. That, dude. It honestly. <sighs> They were trying to break it down in only terms in sports. of only in sports. This never happens. No. One, to defer the money as well. 
like I know some of the presidents at my company, they'll end up deferring some to the back end or doing a signing bonus. Nobody's doing this amount of money. You damn near have to own your own company and negotiate the deal yeah. yourself to yourself to yeah. do something like this. But they were breaking it down on one of the like NBA countdown or something like that. And they were talking about Jalen Brown's deal, how his is essentially four or five years. And you have to, it's two and a half the amount uh, Shohei Otani's is, but they were talking about who do they think is going to the next big deal to pay attention to. And they said that that's going to be Luca's. And the crazy part about it was, yeah, Luca Doncic is probably going to get a big deal. That's going to be a second max deal. I didn't realize him and Trey Young, they've already been in the league long enough to have that first one. So that'll be Luca's third contract that he would have, which is just insane. And I have a question in terms of that when I get to the sports concept. But I want to talk about the other thing during our hot take of we were both in the same place. And we were both in Vegas, but I want to know your thoughts and I'll give you my thoughts on how Vegas was. Yo, Vegas is nuts. (laughs) Vegas is just absolutely fucking bonkers, dude. Um, Like, obviously, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, so Mm -hmm. we can we can skip that part. Um, But. Yeah, dude, like you, you see, oh, my God, you see fucking everything. Everything. everything dude you see everything um like you but it's also one of those things where like nothing should surprise you based on like you just know that like you just like certain places that like you know new york is going to be a crowded ass place no matter mm-hmm. what <clears throat> no matter what time of year or anything it's going to be a crowded as as fuck like you know that miami is going to be popping all the time just some random yeah. shit going on all the time there's certain like LA, same way. Like, you know, Vegas is just gonna, it's just one of those places where there's always something going on. Like, no one ever sleeps. Like, we'd go down for, I went for work and I went, um, we stayed at the Westgate. So, I have a shout out for, mm. for the Westgate at the end. Shout out. My, my what you got. But um, we stayed at the Westgate and like you walk into like the lobby, it's like this really nice glass framed lobby. So, and- before you keep going, uh, just to explain, are you on the strip or are you in no. Fremont? So I'm um I'm like five, ten minutes from the strip. Okay. I'm like five, ten minutes from the sphere. Okay, I got I'm it. Like 15. Um, but um, so you walk in the hotel and there's like this really nice glass lobby, and behind it is the casino part of it. And you can still smoke cigarettes in the casino in some places, so <laughs> which like was mind blowing to begin with. Yes. But it's Vegas, so like duh. So you walk in and it's like it's walk it's like it was like walking into uh the fragrance department like Macy's or Nordstrom and it's just like a wall of fragrance right and that's just to mask the smell behind it of cigarettes cigars beer whatever and you get past that and it's just like a just a punch right in the face of just degeneracy but the level of degeneracy was so like just so beautiful to, to to watch. We'd be down for breakfast at like seven, like eight o'clock. And there's people that are three, four, five, six deep, you know, and they got a cigar lit up in the morning. They got some coffee. They got a couple of beers. They got a couple of mixed drinks. You know, they're deep. Like they're they're active there. And you just see everything. We would, but we did go to Fremont Street on Tuesday. So it was there mm-hmm. for a Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. And then love Wednesday morning. Um but we, we went down to Fremont Street and like Fremont Street is just just nuts. Nuts. Yeah. Nuts. Like that's where you see everything. Yes. You that's see, weird. Like, 
You I, just walked down the middle. Yes. Yeah. A guy felt like I was one of the most normal people there. Yes. You got the street performer. Like the people who are painted in all the silver. Who like? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is. Did you see the guy on the bike? He was he was one of those painted like all all silver guys. He was on a bike, I think. Yes. Um, was he essentially almost like floating in the air? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, yeah. It was so weird, dude. Like it was. And you see, like then there's homeless people, and there's crackheads, and like you just like you see every walk of life, dude. You do. You do, and it was just Vegas. <laughs> and I, I I would go back. I went to Circus 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 to go to the steakhouse. That was pretty. Mm-hmm. Dope. Um, I went to the Circa Sportsbook. Um, I mm-hmm. told you about that. So you a picture of that. That was pretty dope. Um, yeah. So I would for sure go back. Uh, not drinking was also weird. Like, I think that, like that's one of those places where like you have to drink just to enhance the 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 stay. But mm-hmm. um, it definitely gave me a good perspective on how uh, normal I feel as a as a person compared to everybody else that I saw that was there. Yeah. How was your time? You were there for what, like four days as well? Were you there for just the weekend? So I was there Thursday. I came back Sunday morning. Uh, my flight back was really late Saturday. So I was able to end up seeing the game, the Lakers against the Pacers game. And then I end up like flying Did you out. go to the game? No, I didn't go to the Saturday night one. I would have, but then we only end up going to the ones on Thursday. Those were good because you got to see just random different athletes. So the funny part is, I'll make this quick. So we were outside, we could see the TNT set up and then we could see ESPN set up. And then after like, it's so funny because after Charles and them went in for starters, Charles does have a limp when he walks and then, yeah, he doesn't walk straight up. And then it was Shaq and Charles that have like security around them. And then kind of Shaq. So I'll end up um, sending you a video of what it was because when they were walking by us in the security, we legit were right there next to them. And I'm saying all this because, uh, is it this one? Yeah. I'm saying all this because after the three of them ended up walking by us, you just randomly see Tayshaun Prince. And nobody <laughs> even talks to Tayshaun Prince or says anything to Tayshaun Prince. And then, yeah. So yeah. you can recognize it. But he had a hoodie on. It was one of the most random things. And then Tayshaun also, Prince. yeah, then Amir Johnson was um, out there, too. Like, Amir Johnson was just chilling out there. So you got to kind of see just rant. You could tell the different athletes that. Yeah. How big is Shaq? Shaq is huge. Dog, and he's, like, he was hunched over too. It wasn't like he was just standing straight so up. He was, so he walked right in front of you. Yeah. So you yeah, could so, tell like, he, like, you could, it's not like you saw him from like the other side of the room and like you could, you knew he was big, but like you weren't right there, but you were right there. And saw how dog, big he right there. And the funny part is his security is clearly shorter than him. Yeah. So what are they you're really going to do? Like, yeah, yeah. You're not, you're not going to match that. No. So like he would walk by, and, but he's oh, that's such Chuck a, too. yeah. So oh, like word. Chuck's right behind him and there's such people, people that it annoys security because you have to just stay with them the whole time. Yo, um so it's kind of yes yeah so then we were in the game and then i think that was the dopest part whereas i'll end up bringing it up now so i was watching the pacers and bucks game that was just a great game for like sports betters you hear so many different scripts that sports betters think like oh the line is gonna be such and such amount in the first half and watch the bucks are gonna come back they clearly came back but they were like they get you with your money that way and it was just dope to see Giannis and then also Dame Lillard, what they can do. But the other part is seeing really how good Halliburton is. And we sat up in the 200s, not like the 100s, because they always say like the 100s are for people that just like fans 
of like basketball but then the 200s are where a lot of the people that know basketball sit and you were just able to talk to different Pacers fans and everyone knows that Halliburton is legit although it isn't what maybe America wanted to see the Pacers there but anyone that's a fan of basketball and understands it they know like Halliburton is that dude yeah to have like 15 assists and zero turnovers in a game at times that's legit numbers. Yeah, so, it's um, it, it's it's funny because like we see dudes that with double doubles all the time with points mm-hmm. and rebounds, but like it's it's not rare because uh, there's so much scoring, so there's so many opportunities for it. But like these dudes who average like twenty five and ten, and he's putting up what twenty and ten, or he's yeah. putting up like what like something like twenty twenty plus and ten. But regardless, like it's so much harder because like you're you gotta it's not like there was like Steve Nash averaged like 16 and, and 12, right? But it's not like he was dropping, he was scoring, but like it's not like he was consistently dropping like 25, 30 points a game. Like LeBron, mm-hmm. Steph, like those guys are averaging like super crazy, you know, assist numbers, but like, to do like 10, that's tough. And like yeah. isn't I think Trey Young's also averaging double digit assists a game. Yeah, so, the rebounds are one thing, but like to do it like that and then that. It also makes what LeBron and Luka do so much more impressive. Mm-hmm. Like the 25, 8, and 8, whatever it is, which is also fucking nuts, too. Mm-hmm. But good for good for Tyrese Halliburton now, right? Yeah, so that's them. a good thing. And then the other part was, we ended up seeing the Pelicans-Lakers game. That was stupid. Like, as soon as it started, it was kind of stupid. You could tell yeah. Zion wasn't really trying in that one. But what was... <laughs> here's the funny part. And then I'll get into the rest of the story so we can move on. So during the first game, it was the Pacers and the Bucks. They, of course, announced, like, all the different people that are at the games. And at the Pacers-Bucks game, you had the Aces. But it was the bench player of the Aces. Then you oh. come to the Lakers-Pelicans game. You had all the stars, like, Asia Wilson was there. Yeah. Kelsey Plum was there. Mark <laughs> they split Davis up, they was split there. The yeah, they split them up. <laughs> exactly. And then at that second game, like, French Montana was front up for starters. They let French Montana shoot threes. My man missed at least, like, five, six threes yeah. in a row. <laughs> like, that was something else. But you, uh, Robert Ori was there. Carlos Boozer was there. Yeah, big shot, Bob. So, like, they all were there for that game. And my mom was texting me saying, like, Floyd Mayweather and Gary Payton were at the game. But, of course, like, Gary Payton um, usually is going to go to those type of things. They all kind of flew in. I didn't know Shannon Sharp was at the finals game. But they legit fly in for a second. Then they dip out the next day. And then, um, so I went to Circa, same place that Steven ended up going to. But I, it's a different atmosphere. I was telling them if I could just be there for the sporting event, it's a wrap. March Madness, like we had a great time when we were together for March Madness, but that would be different. Just yeah. sitting there with a bunch of like degenerates and just chilling watching the stuff. Like I was um I was okay with not not betting. Cause like mm-hmm. I got there late Saturday night. I missed all the college games. I worked on Sunday, so I missed all the NFL games. Monday I had to work all day. By the time we got done with dinner. Tuesday went Tuesday we went out. So by the time we got done with dinners and stuff, we get back like 9, 13 o'clock out there. Mm-hmm. Everything's already going on and over. So no anytime to bet. But it was dope just to like sit there, like you said, and just like it, it like whether it was at our hotel or um Bro, every hotel you could gamble at. Bro, you just like, yeah, you you just you can sit in the bottom and like the 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 theater seats, you mm-hmm. can move up a level, you can go all the way to the top, go to the third level. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, shit, dude. Yeah, March Madness, like, a college football weekend followed by an NFL weekend. Like, just fucking bonkers, dude. Just chilling. Yeah. Food, drinks all day. Like, ugh. Just other degenerates. Just, like, everyone going nuts. I can only imagine what the fuck it was like. Exactly. So, my last thing I was uh, saying. The, the pool is. 
Yes. The, the outdoor pool where you can watch games outside. So, yeah. Oh, it's at Circa? Yeah. So, it was, uh, it was so cold, so I didn't get to do it. Yeah. But so my question for you, and then we'll move on. So there were three different events going on the weekend I was there. We had the NBA in-season tournament. We had the Raiders playing the Vikings. Uh-huh. And then we had the rodeo. Which one do you think had the most people there? The rodeo. The damn because rodeo. I, they were coming. Dude, bro, they were, I, I, um, Sunday was the first full day I was there. Dude, they were coming in Sunday. And, yes. I, and, I, and I asked the guys, I was like, when's the rodeo? They go, it's next weekend. I was like, what are you guys doing all week? He's like, it's Vegas. I was like, exactly. Say less, dude. Say less. Yes. And dude, they so, were, bro, I've never seen so many cowboy hats, and boots. Everywhere. And, bro, people had dips in, wait, like yes. the whole mouth was just a dip. It was just like, just incredible, incredible humans. Yes. And then what's wild is you normally end up, and I was telling my mom and valet, you normally end up seeing like your Ferraris, you'll see a Lamborghinis, BMWs there. No, it was F 150s. These valet people yeah. are parking, like straight F 150s. Yeah. And I was just like, damn. Then it was to the point like we would go to dinner and stuff, and you would see a bunch of people like at a table, then some of them would be dipping, and you would see the girls, and it's like, are they even 18? Like, we you don't know ages when it comes to cowboys and cowgirls. They were, and young, cowgirls. They they were young. young. Yeah, and then they're just they like walking around. The, uh-huh. To the point that they had the audacity. It was a basketball game and a boxing game on TVs. They changed two of the TVs to rodeo. Yeah, and I was <laughs> like, "Oh shit!" Like y'all really took over. Uh, so that yeah, was kind of the big lot, thing. Dude. Yeah. So segueing over because we talked about Vegas and then gambling. I just want to make it really quick in terms of what happened in the finance world. Uh, the Bitcoin ETF is apparently supposed to end up happening next month or February. They say that because BlackRock is supposed to have a meeting with the SEC. So that's an important thing going off of that. There is a cryptocurrency uh, called Bonk, which is a meme coin that is supposed to get listed on Coinbase. This was big. But another important thing with all these different potential ETF listings is some of these people at these different cryptocurrency exchanges are getting arrested or getting charged or having fines. And a lot of it is because they want to make sure everything is clear and secure for when the ETFs do roll out. Because the last thing you want to see is BlackRock investing in something crypto related. And then they find out there was a scandal or a scam. And then like BlackRock goes down. Shit in the whole world would end up falling apart. So you'd rather have like everything clear and good to go. And then when it rolls out, they can say BlackRock was invested, uh, T.R. Price was invested, Fidelity was invested, and there's no issues or worries. So you're going to see a lot of different people that I personally knew within the cryptocurrency sphere not being talked about anymore or being arrested or exchanges going down. Um, just three, four different ones I want to bring up that people should look into before this all happens. One is AVEX. It's Avalanche. That is actually a company that's working with Amazon Web Services. And while I'm saying this, I have to say, so when I was out there, we take a lot of lifts and Ubers. When you're in Vegas, you're not really driving. There's too much goddamn traffic. But there was this one dude that was our lift driver. And I asked him, like, what does he like to do? And he said he just came over here within the last six months from Pakistan. Another thing, there are a lot of international drivers that lift drive over there. Like, we had someone from Romania. All of them were. All of them. Yeah. So this dude was from Pakistan and then he started talking about like cryptocurrency. And I looked at my friend, I was like, I'm gonna really see how much he knows. And you could tell he was like just starting out, but like he asked me for so many different questions. So these were different cryptocurrency. I told him like Avalanche, Injective, which is INJ, Solana, which is SOL and Celestia. Celestia is another one that's important. What? Oh, yeah. So 
Oh, yeah. So then after that, um, with the four of them, that's something that's important that a lot of people should end up focusing on and looking into if you want to end up getting there. But the other topic I want to bring into is the sports component of life. And within the sports world, the first thing I have to bring up is Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert did get injured. The bigger part about that is, man, Brandon Staley need to go because it's just not going to be right for him to end up staying anymore. He's got to get out. But the part that's crazy about Justin Herbert is he got injured, but this is his second broken finger. Like he had a broken finger on his non-throwing hand, and now he has a broken finger on his throwing hand. So he's out for the rest of the season. Um, that's the one thing I wanted to bring up before we end up getting into the predictions. But the question I have for Steven, and this goes back to when I was at the Lakers Pelicans game. So when you look at the Lakers Pelicans game, you're able to see a big difference in the way the game is played with LeBron on the court. Then when LeBron's off the court on defense, uh -huh. but the other part is when Austin Reeves is handling the ball and LeBron and Austin Reeves do pick and rolls. And then when D'Angelo Russell is in the game. So who would you rather end up having? Cause I don't think long-term they're going to keep them both. Would you rather D'Angelo Russell or would you rather Austin Reeves and why? Probably how uh, AD just came up hobbling. Oh, I think I hit the nuts. At least it looked like it. Man, um, I, I don't know, probably Austin Reeves. I think he's more consistent if you will. Um, now, what that means, like, because D'Angelo Russell can go off for 40. Mm -hmm. Austin Reeves is not going to. Uh, so he, what's wild that you brought like, that up, he should uh, have in that, not the not the championship game, the game before Austin Reeves had, no, it was a championship game. He had like 25 yeah, or 30. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. the thing is, the amount of minutes he plays doesn't allow him to do the same as what Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I guess – to further the conversation, if they got rid of D'Angelo Russell, obviously the minutes would go up. And, you know, the minutes would go up for other guys too, but nonetheless, um, mm -hmm. I'd probably rather have um, Austin Reeves. Um, I think because, um, hang on, there's a, a random, there's a, a whistle, look like someone got a technical foul, I think. Uh, I think with Tim Hardaway hanging on the rim. Um, regardless, probably go Austin Reeves. He is not as consistent. Um, or D'Angelo Russell is not as consistent um, mm -hmm. on both ends of the floor. Playmaking-wise, Austin Reeves just seems to know what's going on. Yeah. You know, just seems to know. Um, and I think he just fits what they want to do a lot better, too. So i go Austin Reeves. So I was thinking the same and looking at it the same exact way, but that was a question I ended up just having. But kind of going into our NFL picks, because this is a big time for fantasy football-wise, but also in the NFL, some playoff bursts are going to be clinched within the next two weeks. The first one's important because, like we brought up before, Justin Herbert's not playing. So we have the Raiders Chargers. And the Raiders are not good. They scored zero points against the Vikings. That was an annoying game. I don't know that's possible. I'm going to go with the, the Chargers. So I'm going with the Chargers as well. I think although it's going to be Easton Stick, that's the quarterback, you still do have Austin Eckler and Keenan Allen that's there. Vikings, Bengals. Um <laughs> Bengals? Yeah, Bengals, I guess. I have the Bengals as well. <laughs> this next one. So the Steelers and the Colts. Uh, Colts. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> done the Steelers. At least for so, a couple weeks. I have the Colts. The next one is a big one because one's going in one direction, the other's going in a different direction. Broncos, Lions. Ooh, that is a good one. 
Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Lions on this one. That's crazy. Yeah. So uh, I like the 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 Broncos are playing really well, like really well. Um, yeah, I don't know what happened, but some real shit happened that they caught fire. I actually no, I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go Broncos Nation. Yeah, that's right. We're good. I was gonna say because I'm going with the we Broncos back. as we well. Back. We back. Yeah, Lions. They they're a little wishy washy. They've been losing to some random team. They lost to the Packers and the Bears. I don't know if yeah. you can keep doing that type of stuff. And they lost to the Giants all within this. They just lost to the Giants the other night. Uh-huh. So tough. Uh, yeah, Bears Browns. Browns. I'm gonna you got a real quarterback Flacco. Up in there. Yeah, you got a quarterback over there. Bucks yeah. Packers. Um, what was it? Bucks Packers. Other Packers. one was Broncos Lions. This one's Bucks Packers. Packers. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I I don't trust the the Bucks. I don't trust Baker Mayfield that well, that much at all. So I'm going with the pack, uh, the Broncos. I mean the Bucks, uh, just because one, Mike Evans didn't have a great game last game. I think he's going to come back and have a moderately good game this time. Next one, it's really contingent. I will put preface it right now. Texans and Titans. I don't know if CJ Stroud's playing, but personally. I don't want CJ Stroud to play because I can tell they're starting to rush some people back from concussions. Cause I don't know how sometimes yeah. it's magically like, wow, he can play the next game. So uh Texans Titans. Um, I'll probably go with the we'll go to Titans. Hang on. So bless you. I'm going with the Titans as well. The Titans did really good against the Dolphins, although the Dolphins defense is some ass. And we're gonna talk about them now, the Jets and Dolphins. Tyreek Hill, we'll see, we'll see what that brings. The injury sucks if he was so close to a uh, Hill and Eda, like 550 some odd yards, I think, to get 2,000. I don't know. How now he's, he's probably not going now. to, which sucks. But um, unless they force feed him, I'll probably go with the Dolphins just because it's the Jets. So there's so- I have the Dolphins as well. Of course, I know the cornerbacks that they have out there, but I still feel as though. Um, you have Raheem Mostert, who's going to clearly keep getting touches over there. Next one, we have the revitalization of Ezekiel Elliott and the Patriots against the Chiefs to let Patrick Mahomes yelling about any and everything. Chiefs. So this is an easy one. I heard some random reports. I don't know if it's true, but apparently they're saying after the season, there's going to be no more Bill Belichick there. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. But then we also heard that they're renegotiating a new contract. So you really don't know what's going to happen over there, but something has to happen. The Patriots are almost to the point of they can get a quarterback in the draft at this point. And this is one of the, they'll they'll screw it up and not get a quarterback. Oh, you know, they'll draft like an offensive lineman or something random. Yeah. Uh, Giant saints. Dude. So here's the deal. Uh, Yeah. I see you. Um, Here's the deal. Like, I love it. Right. Love the story. Love the, Tommy DeVito thing going on, right? Like he's his family; they're just so Italian. Like you love mm-hmm. it, right? He's from uh, John, uh, Don Bosco Prep in New Jersey, massive high school football, you know, factory. Played at Illinois, um, you know, won a state title at MetLife, all that kind of good stuff, right? Uh, playing for the Giants, hometown team. Like, yo, what's up? Uh, they won. They're doing great. They won what three in a row? Uh, four in a row, three in a row. 
three. Three. Um, but it, this is like one sanity, right? Yes. Like yeah, he's correct. not the franchise quarterback. Like he's like, right? Yeah. No, you're correct. Am, am there, I, it's not for the media to talk. Like he's about. not like I don't I don't dislike him as much as a franchise quarterback as I dislike Brock Purdy um, as a franchise quarterback. Like, I don't. I I wait. I said that wrong. I don't like Brock Purdy as a franchise quarterback for like the next like ten years, right? Like I don't mm-hmm. think he's I don't think he's the guy. Three in a row. Devito is not the guy, but like for right now, like you got nothing to lose. Just let this kid rip it, right? And you got Saquon, mm-hmm. like he's you know as healthy as he can be, whatever. You know their offensive line's been banged up all year, dude, all year. They, you know, so and that was. Did you watch that game last night? Did you watch the Titans? Watch the whole thing, bro. That was like the worst game i've seen in a long time but also like great ending mm-hmm. you know like terrible game dudes were dropping balls there's random penalties the fumbles the off like the oh it's just horrible incomplete passes it was gross but great finish but like let this kid you know let him ride it grip it and rip it but i'm gonna yeah. go giants so, all that saying i'm gonna go giants <laughs> i got the giants as no i have the saints i should say that but next one we have is the Falcons Panthers. Oh, geez. Um, geez. I mean, this go is Falcons. another, this is a bad. I'll, game. I'll go Falcons, but like barely. So I'm going to be the Steven of the show today, and I'm saying the Panthers. I don't know why I'm saying the Panthers, but I don't think they're just going to win only one game. I think someone's randomly going to lose to them. Next one, Commanders Rams. Rams. I have the Rams. Matthew Stafford's finding himself right now, and they might make the playoffs. 49ers, Cardinals. Niners. So I have the 49ers as well. I think that's an easy one. The next three are really good games. Cowboys, Bills. Um, oh man. Like, I really want to, I really want I really want to pick the Bills. I really want to pick the Bills. I think like that game against the Chiefs, I don't care how it ended. Like they still had you still gotta go out and win the game, and they did. So like I I want this to like be that momentum switch for them, uh, but the Cowboys are playing out of their minds right now. Mm-hmm. Like they dog wash. Sorry, they dog wash the Eagles, but they did. Like they do. It was lights out from the beginning. Um, that mm-hmm. was really impressive, actually. Um, that that was probably one of the better performances by a team all season. Um, at, like out of anybody. So I'm gonna go with the Cowboys, but I, I think it's gonna be close. But I'm gonna go with Cowboys. Big, big, big game for both teams. I think. Yeah, whoever where's that, this where's is that at, by the way. Buffalo. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going with the Cowboys more so because Brandon Aubrey is legit. Just hearing about his story as well as the kicker. Um, next one, Ravens, Jaguars. Ravens. I don't trust the Jaguars. Yeah. So I'm going with the Ravens. Eagles, Seahawks. Eagles. I'm going with the Eagles only because they lost last week and I don't think the Seahawks stand a chance. Drew Locke might no. be the quarterback. No. Um, but that's all we have for today. Next time, I want to start diving more into bowl games and stuff like that. Yep. And then we'll do some more what you got next week. But other than that, we out. Deuces. <laughs>